Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, let me go on gallery view. There we go. We're on gallery view. We are. Is this, this is your first disc. Is this your first rodeo? Is it, mate? This is the first first rodeo. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Ellis's first rodeo. <laughs> um, this is the last one now for a while. This is going to air, man. Which is weird because when we did when we ended series one, we didn't know it was the end of series one. We kind of just went, ah, oh, shit, we've got no more time, and then just kind of couldn't do it. But now we've kind of made a, a mutual decision to kind of cut this one where it's at, which is strange, really, isn't it? Saying, uh... yeah, yeah, it is a bit strange. But I think what we've done is we we sort of at the beginning of lockdown, um, we sort of decided that we was going to pick up because we figured a way to do it on Skype and Zoom, which we're using. Um, but I mean, personally, I just don't feel like it's got the same energy, yeah, as, as what it would have if we was in the room with these people. Yeah, and um, I, but I mean, it's still been great, and I, I mean, no disrespect to any of the other guests, but you know, I think my, my favorite episode of this series, and maybe of them all, was Johnny Harris. I was going to um, say, what was your favorite? And I was, I was, I was thinking that one myself, to be honest. Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, it was such like um, it was just such a, a, a beautiful, meaningful chat, and given the circumstances that we was in at the at the time. Um, mm. And he's just got such a way with words with John, uh, Johnny Harris has. And um, we just listened, didn't we, for, for an hour and 10 minutes. Um, yeah. Which, you know, some people have said in the reviews that maybe we talk a bit too much. But then on the other, on the other hand, our podcast is very much a, a pub chat. It's not, a, it's not an interview. It's not an interview. So that's, um, I mean, it was, very much, um, it was very much an hour of Johnny Harris, which was beautiful. Um, yeah. So go and listen to that if you've if you've not listened to that one. If you can if you if you just listen to this one first, then go and have a listen to that and listen to to all the others, I guess. Don't don't yeah. start with this one. That'd be a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, but some of them have been brilliant. Um, but I just don't feel and I think we we've spoke on the phone a couple of times, haven't we? Just um and what we don't want to do as well is we don't want to get all of our guests that we would have had on yeah. just over a Zoom chat, you know, because I yeah. I mean I met Neil from the in between us. Do you know what I mean? I had him in the front of Charlotte's car. I made you sit in the back of Charlotte's car whilst he rode shotgun. And that sort of thing is like one of the reasons that I love it so much is we get yeah. to meet these people that we're big fans of. And um, and we get to hang out as well, which is nice normally. Exactly, yeah. So as much as it has been nice, but I mean, I've, we've really sh- struggled 
we we have struggled a bit recently, haven't we? We've both had a lot going on. Um, yeah, like the world coming back to normality slowly. It's kind of like, you know, we you know we we might want to be out doing things on a, on a Monday night or yeah yeah um, and whatnot. So yeah, I yeah. think it's, I think it's a good time to sort of maybe have another little break. Yeah, I think like you said, I think um, I'm eager to start kind of get back out there now, and I think we can probably start doing that soon. Mm. We'll have a little rest recuperate and, and and one of the things that's been great about this this uh series is because um at the beginning when we did a lot of the uh, it, uh chats um at the beginning of the the lockdown um we got hold of some amazing guests that <clears throat> would have would have loved to have done it either way but we're, we're just always busy so mm. i think now um off the back of having such amazing guests we can now reach out and and get some more amazing guests for, you know, meeting sort of face to face. If we have to sort of all sit two meters apart in their yeah, house or so whatever, it. it just means I ain't got to drive around the country picking you up. I know I've got to find my own way there. I might have to get on my bike. <laughs> you might have to finally pass your driving test. I know. I don't. My mum's been at me on that all week. But um, anyway, yeah. Um, so but having said that, though, if we wasn't doing them over Zoom. I mean, it would have been nice to get on a plane to New York and go see Adam Richmond, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like New York. It's a lovely city. Yeah. And uh, yeah, as you just said, the guest this week's Adam Richmond, who um probably most famous for Man Versus Food, right? Yeah, yeah. Ma- yeah, Man Versus Food was probably was the big massive thing. massive at one point. I remember Huge. that being like, just, just everywhere you, like, you looked at at one point, like... Do you know what I mean? It was on TV and then he was, mm. you know, he, like you met him, he was on Celebrity Juice and, yeah, you know, um, and uh, what a nice guy as well, man. What a cracker. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. He's very like, he's very, he's just, he's just completely normal. Um, yeah. And uh, when, when I met him on Celebrity Juice, it was a bit like, fucking hell, you're, you're the guy from Man Vs. Food. <laughs> um, and he's a, he's a big Grimsby Town fan. Um Obviously, I'm I'm a big follower of Grimsby Town. Um, he also likes Spurs, um, Tottenham. Um, so yeah, we had, we had a lot in common. So we caught, so we just got on really well, really quickly. We had, you know we spoke a lot about football and about our love for Grimsby and um, and for food, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I think we we did try get him on very early, didn't we? Again, um, I think we were for... going to meet up with him. Yeah, in 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 the uh, in back when the world was normal, and uh, yeah. again we just couldn't. Um, my little one is crying, so should we roll the podcast? Yeah. Um, I'll go and see to her. Charlotte's um, crying as well, mate. She's <laughs> always at it this time. Come back after the podcast. We'll have a little debrief. Um, I'll see you in a minute when I've uh, put a dummy in a kid's mouth. See you in yeah. a minute. Enjoy. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yeah, can do. Um, see, we're on. Yeah. Um, live from New York, it's Friday night. <laughs> Friday night in New York. We've got Adam uh, joining us, Adam. Friday night dinner, of course. I feel like I need to be like, channel my inner Tom Rosenthal, my inner like Simon. Oh, Gart. have you seen it? Have you seen the, the English, the Friday night I dinner? Hello, so, Peace Face. Hello, Peace Face. Hello, Bubble. Hello, Bubble. It's great. It's really good. I love it. I love it. One of my favorites. Oh, Gene. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not like the smartest. It took me a hot minute to realize. Oh, okay. They're Jewish. It's like, and I'm Jewish. <laughs> I should have like twigged that way, way sooner than I did. <laughs> but I had seen only one episode on a flight into Heathrow, the Christmas episode. Mm. Hello, Jackie. And Hello, is- Jackie. You Hello. look nice. <laughs> Hello. Shalom. Shalom. <laughs> and so I, like, and the thing is, you know this, I, I, I'm a quarter English, but I've always, like, been really Anglophilic and, like, to know, like, oh, so now I, like, go back. So I was like, I really like Simon Burdenett, so now I want to watch The Inbetweeners. Mm. I really like Mark Heap, so now I'm, I'm trying to watch The Green Wing. Um... And and trying to catch up on like everything Tams and Greig has done, and yeah. I, I think it's it's great. There's a really good one with the the gentleman who plays I forget his name because I've only watched a few. The the one with the dog who, who says um, Jim. 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 There's a really good comedy series with him. Uh, it's called Jam. Now it's very yeah. kind of I think it's like sort of late nineties, and it's very dark. I mean like oh, really very dark. Jam. Jam. It's just called Jam. I think J A M. I just uh, renewed my BritBox subscription last night, so <laughs> what did I put on my... So I have, I really want to like soak up all the classics too, so I put it on my list, I've got, and I haven't seen any, Only Fools and Horses. You've never seen Only Fools and Horses? I've not, and my friend's dog... That, my friend's that is dog the best is, British uh, thing I've ever made. Is it? Yeah, for me, it's amazing, I, um, I, I, I can watch that all day. They do a musical. There's a musical on at the West End in uh, London. At the, uh, yeah, I think it's just about to finish. But it's, I went with my wife the other week. It's amazing. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. So my friend's so dog's name is uh, Boise. Oh, Boise. And he was explaining it to me. It's like only fools and horses. And then I, whenever like one time I jokingly threw on like some like fake jewelry when I was at um, there's a great fancy dress shop on uh, Shaftesbury called Angels. And um, I put on like some fake rings, and someone's like, "Oh, Del Boy," and I was like, "Huh?" And <laughs> so 
then so yeah, I put on Only Fools and Horses, Porridge. Oh nice. Um, the Vicar of Dilby. Vicar Dibley. Vicar Dibley. 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 And because uh, I'd seen one episode of that, I'd seen the uh, the Speed episode of Father Ted. So I put that on there as well. And then um, Are You Being Served? Yeah. Yeah. Faulty Towers is another great one. I've never, I haven't finished it. I've seen the Germans episode, obviously. Mm. Um, but I, I need, it's only what, two seasons, three seasons? Yeah, it was quite short, wasn't it? There was only two or three seasons, yeah. Not many. The Office. Oh, The Office. I have seen that. No, I've never seen the British Office. <laughs> You've not seen The Office, Tomo? No, I, no, I couldn't what? really get into it. Wow. No, I, I, lo I love Ricky Gervais. Um, no, I masterpiece. Yeah, I think I think he's amazing, but I I couldn't really get into The Office to be honest. Well, I mean, I guess it's 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 a different kind of show, isn't it? It's not your typical kind of sitcom. Um, you need to give it a chance just to hear him sing, just to hear the song that he sings. That they actually, if you uh, buy the scripts from the first season, yeah, they actually have the sheet music to his "Free, free love. love on the Free Love Highway." Free Love Highway. Uh, Maybe I'll give it a go. I'll give it a go. You probably heard oh. that from Tomo because didn't you used to be the voice for? So Adam, we've got this thing over here called Freeview. So it's like, it's like a free. You you buy a box and it's like thirty pound, and then you get kind of channels like satellite channels on it. Freeview. You used to be mm. the voice for it, didn't you? T? Yeah, yeah. Ricky Gervais's song that Adam mentions now is in the the advert for it now. You probably see it. Ah, well, I'll check it out. Yeah, really, it's on though. I'll check it out. The funniest thing was, so I met Tom when we did Celebrity Juice, and he mocked how bad I am at football, and we were like always joking around, but we had we went out, we had a good time that night. And then, that was a great night, wasn't it? We went to the Grouch Show. Is it the Grouch we Show? The we Grouch Show, yeah, with yeah. Foxes oh, and Kelly Osborne, and then we bumped into Sienna Miller and Kate Moss, and then it yeah. was just so funny because, you know, I don't, smoke cigarettes and and you know people were out carousing and so at one point like it was just me and this random wardrobe guy with everyone else got up for a second but we went out and then i remember uh years later i was filming at the bath i, I was filming in london and went to the baftas and i was so happy because they name checked you on stage when this is england won oh, and yeah. specifically and then i saw steven in the um in, in the, like this sort of smoking area ironically enough and like i mentioned that i knew you and that i had actually had to i studied his accent my second year at yale um but i was like yeah i fucking know thomas turgoose yes <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, the american office is on there i haven't seen are you being served which is the one is it keeping up appearances with hyacinth yeah 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 i've never seen that that's a, like a that's like an old classic, I think. Keeping up appearances. Yeah, I haven't seen that. And then my mates, who are like writers, like uh, one was an editor of a magazine in London. The other does uh, like luxury gentleman stuff for a, a publication called Square Mile. They um, they recommended Peep Show. Peep the show. Peep Show. Yeah, yeah. That, that it's taken me a little bit longer to get into, but I do I do like because I, I always love like. Little Britain, and I always loved. Um, I mean, I guess they're like it was a, a trickle down effect. We didn't get like every every show, and I haven't really watched a whole lot of the dramas. I need to like 
get more well versed in like I don't know Luther and things like that. There's a lot. There's a lot of great things being made in Britain at the moment. Would you say? Um, do you, would you say British TV is better than American TV? By and large, I think so. I, I, I think American TV is changing for the better, and I think the cable thing is a is a big game changer. Mm. Um, but like, just when it was just broadcast standard, when you realize how many shows that were hits in America were originally just British shows. You look at like Steptoe and Son became Samford and Son. Abfab. Oh yeah, yeah. We did Samford and Son, which was exactly Steptoe and Son. Oh wow. We took the we took the office. Yeah. Um, Shameless. Uh, right. Shame. Well, that that's even way later. That's that's like on Showtime, and like let alone like all the careers like James McAvoy and whatever that launched. But um. No, there's um, absolutely fabulous. Became Sybil. Abfab became Sybil. Coupling became um, wait, what was that one? It was we had some variant of coupling. Um, so I think that it's. I, I I think generally speaking, maybe it's because being part of Europe exposes people to more and. They think on a much more, I don't know, a higher level, perhaps, you know, that it's not as provincially minded and stuff. That even the panel shows, like, I would love to live in a culture where we could have things like, you know, any of the Jimmy Carr shows, 8 out of 10, 8 out of 10 does Countdown. Yeah. You know, any of those, I think, <laughs> great. Like, I'm, I'm honored to say I'm, I'm friends with John Richardson and, you know, and, have done some shows with Richard Osman and I think uh, and Rachel Riley and stuff. And there's just the idea. Can you imagine? I mean, again, my president just suggested injecting disinfectant and UV lights inside the body. Yeah. And you guys have shows with people doing mathematics on primetime television. Yeah. That I don't yeah. Really think, you know what I mean? Like, there's got to be like, we, we have to have at least one sexy mathematician to be like, <laughs> hey, divided by four plus seven, 27. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, we don't have it. I also think we don't have the watershed like you guys do. And we don't have... In what way do I, you think you guys can show more kind of violence pre-watched or you just don't really show it? or? Well, from what I was told, I'll never forget this. And like, it also really speaks to, so I think that to the typical American, right? Maybe one who hasn't really traveled to England or had a lot of contact with English people, that they probably have this association with the entire culture, with their pinkies up, drinking tea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like everyone lives at Downton Abbey. And I think that no one really knows in America, I mean, Maybe for a little more savvy, you know, what a council house is. You've watched Top Boy, <laughs> things like that. Yeah, no, you want now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, I remember when I first I got Mike Skinner's first album, The Streets, original pirate yeah. material. What an album! And Amazing, he, one of the best albums. Love it, love it. I do a very good impression of the opening beat to that. We've got to hear it. We've got to hear it. <laughs> Oh, 
I just want to turn the page, there walk we... away, you're on a day. There <laughs> we go. That's amazing. Yeah, oh, man. Too much brandy. Like, <laughs> users need excitement of their lifestyle provided with, say, incite violence. Common sense, simple common sense. But, like, I remember, like... Well, there's the advert for this episode. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> DJ EZ. <laughs> yeah, totally. I was only trying to say, well, that my body was trying to say, that you better stop drinking brandy. Mm. Yeah, no, Love I am. Um, but I think that for most Americans, that they feel that it's like a profoundly polite, mannered, and cultured society, and they don't realize. And I remember speaking with somebody when Fremantle brought my show over to England for the first time. We did a press junket, and we did an event by the Ox Hotel. And um, I remember, and like someone just telling me, like, you know, with incredible articulate and mellifluous speech, oh, yeah, you just can't show an erect penis. I was like, oh, is that right? Okay, thank you. (laughs) And it wasn't until, like, the leader of the free world started dropping bullshit, literally, the word, like, Trump is, like, putting it in tweets and putting it in, 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 like, official speeches, saying words like bullshit and dropping the F-bomb in speeches. And now I think that standards are a little bit released to the degree that Conan O'Brien is now saying shit on television. Mm. Wow. Daily Show was saying shit, and I think that it's a very different, um, a very different thing. And I think that you guys do have a profound degree of propriety. I remember doing a fighting talk with Colin Murray, and the engineer came out. I had said bloody, and he was like, "Ooh, I'm like bloody for real." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you gotta." Wow. And then so, we've got shows like Celebrity Juice, like we did, and it's very, very X-rated. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, Kelly talking about, someone said a queef, and then she's like, what? And she goes, oh, a fanny fart. <laughs> and, then remember, and then Gino goes, oh, wait, there, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, yep, Gino just did a queef noise. <laughs> He's, um, he has, have you been watching, uh, there's a thing on ITV at the moment in Britain, called um, Gordon, Gino and Fred, um, Travelling America. So, so you've yeah. got Gordon Ramsay, Fred Syriax. Syriax? He's the, um, the waiter from First Dates, and Gino DeCampo. So it's basically those three driving through America, trying all the great foods and doing all the great things. Like, it's really, really good if you can, if you can find that over in the States. That's really Gino, Gino, Gordon and Fred? Sorry? Gino, it's called Gino, Gordon and Fred, you say? So, yeah. G- Gino, Gino, Gordon and Fred. Do America or something, I think. Do America or something like that. It's available on the ITV player, but I'm not sure what it's like over in the States. But, um, yeah, that's very sort of like... With that, with them being over in the States and travelling around the States, it's very... There's a lot of swear words and a lot of, like, drinking and they're trying um, CBD oil and things like that. So that's... <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good fun. It is really good fun. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I want to see, I played in Soccer Aid with Jack Whitehall, and he and I have maintained correspondence. And he's I great, I love Jack. His, I wanted to see the show that he, he's doing with his dad. That's quite yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's on that's Netflix. That's with my dad, I think. Yeah, but Netflix. Yeah, it is. It's different in the States. Mm. Yeah, no, how, I, was, how was that, Adam? Um, we, we, had, we, we recorded another, another podcast uh, this afternoon with a guest who's playing in this year's Soccer Aid. 
um, and he's so excited about playing. How was that for you? It was amazing. I tore my calf my first day. Yeah, you trained a lot for it, though, didn't you? You lost a lot I of weight. I did, I did, I did, and it really bummed me out. I think, you know, my first day, you're playing for Jose Mourinho, and I I was just really geeked out, and then I tore my calf, and so I really didn't get a whole lot of time on the pitch, unfortunately. I'm, I know you'll say it's because I'm shit at football, but I... No, I, no, no, no. I thought you was good for the four minutes that you was playing. Was, <laughs> but was that the, one uh, you were at, Tomo? Uh, I did go. I went to that one. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. I. It's a little bit of a sore spot. I guess it was an amazing experience, but I, I tried to get in the following one, and like I didn't. They were like, "Oh, we're trying." You know, thanks to your interest, to trying to replace. You know, get, get new blood in, and yet they have some of the same. Like you know, Gordon mm. back, Patty back, Nikki Byrne back. So it's like. Well, if you just don't want me there, just say you don't want me there. <laughs> oh, no, don't feel like that. I've been trying so for years it's, to It's get a involved. good cause. It's a great cause, and I'm happy that we raised millions of pounds for uh, for UNICEF, mm -hmm. and it's it's bigger than Adam Richmond, but I feel that um, I, it made me sad that I didn't get a, a chance to come back. And I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'll be 46 next month. I don't know if, uh, if I'm going to have – and also I have to confess – I played for seven years and I played as a fullback and as a, as a holding midfielder. And then I really wanted to fucking score a goal. So I made them play me up top and I'm dog shit <laughs> as an attacker. And so I, I, it, a little bit of the onus is on me too, because had I played in the position I had been playing for even the experience of it all, like they they do a, a big training week and things like that. Don't they? They take it very serious. Yeah. I mean, that was the best part about it. I and mean, you walk into the, the training ground of Fulham where we were practicing and they have our kits laid out. And then it says, it said, Vandersar, Richmond, Del Piero. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty special in itself. Yeah, that. What, it um, you're, you, you're a big fo um, soccer fan, aren't you, Adam? Huge, Football. huge. I wish you could see the pictures I have on my wall. Yeah. Have yeah. you got anything, have you got anything Grimsby town related? <laughs> I have my kit that I got yeah. sent. I have a, a couple of Grimsby kits and um, even more dear to me. So I sponsor uh, a team. I sponsor a football club of Grimsby Way um, right. in Lincolnshire. I, um, I sponsor or have sponsored Broadley FC. And so Richard Broadley played trumpets in the Grimsby Town uh, band. And you know, for like the band for the football club and yeah. he passed. Um, and so his friend, Matt Newton and their, and their friends decided to start a football club in his memory and in his honor called Broadly FC and all their proceeds uh, go to the leukemia lymphoma society uh, in Cleethorpes. And so um, oh. they, uh, so yeah, the even more dear to me than my Mariners kit, yeah, of course. Broad as my broadly kit, and it's just amazing to see them running into battle with my like production company logo. Oh, on yeah, the front of the kit. well done. Um, so I really want to go down that way because the people from Steel's Fish and Chips keep sending me these amazing, delicious pictures. Are they as a phenomenal? Oh my word! It is genuinely the best fish and chips that you that you I think you'll ever have ever. That's what it's I. That's what I've heard. I've legitimately heard best fish and chips in England. Yeah, me and Charlotte have been, me and Charlotte go quite a lot. We we spend a lot of time there. It's good. But you also you like Tottenham Hotspur as well, don't you? 
that's yeah that's that's my club this whole corner of my of my main room here is uh is all tottenham yeah big time yeah. big time have you you um so you spend you spend a lot of time in the uk don't you yeah yeah it killed me i finally had an apartment there and i had to i had to run home i was like it was the single it was i don't know i i guess the same way you can find like your your soul or your heart can find a home elsewhere like the way i feel when I go to Hawaii, the way I feel, you know, when I go to England, I, I just, to finally have a home, I was living in Camden and just, I loved it. I loved seeing the, the red buses and the overground and the canal way. And oh, I loved going down the corner shop and a lot of things that I'm sure you guys more or less take for granted. It's yeah. amazing to me. I, you know, my friends always try to give me my, my news agent education. And, and like you said, like I haven't seen only fools and horses. I, um, you know, I, I hadn't had, I still haven't had my monst monster munch sandwich. Um, <laughs> I, haven't, I, I haven't, uh, had, you know, my friends up North said I have to have a pie barm. I haven't had a Bobby's yank. Um, <laughs> you know, but of all the good food that you've traveled the world and tried i mean yeah. to say to say that you've um you've not had a monster munch sandwich yet it's pretty special well, yeah but that's the shit that i mean like i love that i love that you know having morecambe bay prawns having um i had my first gammon when i was in morecambe um i i just think that there's I don't know. There's just something so special about that country and about the actual culture. And, and to be fair, not that I haven't had good barbecue or I haven't good, good, had good burgers in England, but I think that when English places do English food in a traditional way, I find it really very special. Like Pub grub. That's what we call it. Pub grub. I like the pub grub, but even like there's a place in Brighton called the Salt Room. And they use a wood burning oven called the Jasper, Spanish wood burning oven. And it was like some of the freshest seafood done perfectly. There's a place in Soho uh, called the Ember Yard. Again, just perfect execution. Anything Neil Rankin does, Jeff Neil Rankin, um, just, just, you know, uh, such good stuff in England. And, and also, you know, everything closes so damn early that it's it's also i have to learn how to drink with with english people i i, <laughs> I have to get my my pacing is this shit <laughs> to work up to like, <laughs> i think i remember you going home early that night when we was out in london i think i remember you going home early no 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 did you not was we out maybe no maybe maybe you just went out as late as me i think i was still going until the next day to be fair no i was well i was i was going and then uh i had a, a social engagement uh, that I had to get to. <laughs> and, uh, I also and and uh, Foxes uh, split the cab with me. Yeah, and Lou. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she had to jump in. Uh, she jumped in, and then I was like making sure because I jumped out first in Shoreditch, and I was like, I, I gave I gave the driver extra. I go look. She was like fucked up. I was like, make sure she. Gets yeah, of on. course. Yeah, just yeah. going. Um, just going back to um, good food in London, which would take us on to your, your first subject. You know, we've been speaking about, um, we were speaking, texting for a while about 
um, your overrated subjects. And one of them, uh, the first one was, if, if you want to tell us what that was. So overrated to me is the concept of needing to get to or needing to get a table at the new hot restaurant. Right. That to me, that to me is overrated. And I think that it's kind of like um, back in the day, you might meet a celebrity and get an autograph. Maybe if you were lucky enough to have had one of those disposable cameras on you, whatever, you'd get a picture or someone, you know, if you were maybe a tourist, you'd get a photo. But now everyone has an HD movie studio in their pocket. Yeah. And let me get a photo, let me get a video, let me get whatever. TikTok, and <laughs> TikTok. Let me get a TikTok, TikTok, exactly. <laughs> so I think that um, it's weird when... like eating something as a status symbol mm. like when the cronut came out and there were lines down the block to get a cronut there's a place in greenpoint here in brooklyn what's a, what, to get a what sorry a, cr a cronut cronut they sell them um i think timber yard in seven dials by covent garden still has them what, what's, a, what's a cronut what is one it is a hybrid so i found out about it from my friend, the late great Anthony Bourdain, uh, and he introduced them to me. They were created by a guy named Dominic Ansel, and they are a um, hybrid of the croissant and donut. Okay. Right. And sounds sounds different. <laughs> very rich. Very, very rich. Not necessarily my bag. Mm. You know, and, and I, Lord knows, I will eat decadent food, but, you know, I still, I still have yet to do a cronut. But I always think it's just super weird where it's not like, I want to go to this place because the food intrigues me. I want to go to this place because the room is really sexy. That's like, I want to go to this place so I can tell people I've been there. Just yeah. seems kind of messed up to me. I just think you lose, lose sight of it. And it becomes like, oh, you haven't been or. You know, or, oh, you're going to really impress the girl. I got us a table at Gato. I got us a table at whatever, Nobu, Hakkasan, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It is like you say, it's just a, it's, it's a kind of a, a way to kind of show off, isn't it? Like like you say, oh, and especially nowadays, it's like people are probably doing it for, for the gram, for the Instagram or the Facebook, more than the date or the food. Yeah, and I'm aware of my own hypocrisy in that, like, that's how I am. You guys call them trainers, but that's how I am with sneakers. Is yeah. that, like, you know what I mean? If I got the new hotness, like, I got two different types of Jordans in the past week and a half, which I, I'm a little pissed at myself for doing. Like, I'm happy I got them. But I'm kind of like, this is like wartime, dude. You need to be spending your money on like disinfectant <laughs> to inject into your blood. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm with you on that. Injectable UV lights. <laughs> I am with you on that. There's there's very very few things come close to a, a fresh pair of uh, sneakers. There's what? Just you have no idea. This week, I copped some heat. I Ooh. copped some fire. Nice, nice, man. Dude, I got two, two new, I got two new of the new Jordans. The Jordan Lowe's, and I got the DMP sixes, and um, I, I filmed the TikTok, Tom. About have you got a TikTok? I do. I, I have. I have posted three TikToks. One oh. of them I shaved to one of my production company logo, like the animatic, and then one of 
these shoes. Nice. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, that's what's important to you. But um, I, I, go, go, it goes back to what Andy's just saying. I guess like with with a lot of um, a lot of fancy restaurants and stuff in London and Manchester, it it almost seems as if people feel like they have to check in on Facebook and Instagram yeah. just to show that they've been there. And sometimes like I've been to a lot of really, really nice restaurants that have spent so much time and effort and money on the decoration of the place and the website and the, 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 the clothes that the staff are wearing, etc. But then the food's not all that great. I mean, I'd rather pay, I'd ra- I would happily sit in a shed in the back of a garden and eat good food. That, that's, what, that's what makes a, a, a nice restaurant for me is the food. Whereas I think now sometimes it's more about the decor and about the, the status of the places. A hundred percent. Like I love going to Chinatown in London. That's, mm. that's always been one of my favorite, you know, my favorite place was on Macclesfield between Shaftesbury and Gerrard and it closed called Mao Tai Kitchen. It was right by that red gate um, in, in the London Chinatown. But this, there are other ones that are really quite delicious. Barshu, Bashan. Um, even, so obviously as a Spurs supporter, I've had quite a bit of heartbreak. And um, I always drown them. And my favorite fish and chips in London is uh, Seashell of Liston Grove in Marlborough. Right. Extraordinarily. Not I, if you're from Grimsby, you're not allowed to have fish and chips anywhere other than Grimsby. It's just not as good. Infuriates you that all my fish and chip shops are uh, t- sort of Chinese owned, don't it? Yeah. So that <laughs> if you went to what what you call a chippy in 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 Grimsby, that would mean a fish and chip place. Whereas if you go to Manchester, where Andy lives, they have a chippy, but they sell Chinese food as well. Yeah. So all our right? yeah, which all is, our chippies are Chinese restaurants too. Which is I've never understood why, but um, yeah, yeah. Thanks. See, I loved, well, one of the things that I really loved about, I really had an amazing time in Manchester. I, I, I um, so my director for, I also have a series about food and football all over the world on Copa 90 called Menus. My director's in Stockport. Oh, and um, so he was sort of introducing me to like a little bit of the difference with the culture of, of North and whatever. And I was working with a company there to create a line of sauces. So I was there for a bit. And, you know, things like chips and gravy, things like pie barn, things like, um, gosh, I mean, even the, the more artisanal things. Like, that's what I mean. Like, Northern Soul Grilled Cheese. Yeah, great place. Great place. Great place. Great people. Great music. Yeah. Um, and a great attention to detail. Um, have you ever been to um, Hip Hop Chip Shop? Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Hip Hop Chip Shop. Hip Hop Chip Shop. In Manchester. In Manchester, right by the BBC, they had a little sort of uh, wagon, cart, truck thing. And um, they use a fish called uh, Coley. And it's like a sustainable fish. And it's extraordinary. The batter's extraordinary. Mushy Pete, like everything is is just superb mm. there. Um, what's that place? Crazy Pedro's or something? Yeah. Crazy Pedro's, yeah, Crazy. yeah. Right. And Lindy is the owner there. He's he's they they made him into the logo there. But that place, 
terrific pizza. Um, I, I loved uh, Australasia in um, oh, yeah. in Manchester. And but what I'm saying is that you guys also have like that. What's that one like sort of alleyway that's all the curry places? Oh, the the curry mile. The curry mile. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, but that's what I love. Like I remember going to Edgware Road in London, and like destroying like kebabs after a QPR Man City match. Yeah, you know, and and it, there's just there's something about the unadulterated, real, authentic culture as opposed to when you go to the fine dining places mm. and i think in america too i think that um the nice wine list the nice environment can be very sexy can be very romantic can be very impressive but do you still feel as though you've eaten a meal when you've left and that doesn't mean like the portions have to be gigantic but when you sat down you had like there's a great restaurant in uh, marlebone as well called the Providores, and it's great food, but it's served well, and it, it's a great restaurant, and um, I think places like that are, are, are kind of special, and, you know, you, you want bang for your buck. People work very hard, and, and money doesn't go quite as far as it used to, and I think that when it comes time to, like, if you're going to go out of your house for something you could do at home, it should be special, but you should still feel you got your money's worth. Yeah. 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 Stephen, um, so going back to the fine dining, um, Stephen Graham um, came on on episode two, I think it was, or three, um, and his subject was fine dining. Um, and over the years, in uh, the, the, the restaurants that he's been, been able to go to through work or whether it be going out for a meal with his wife, Hannah, um, but he said he went to a really, really posh restaurant in London in, um, uh, I can't remember where it was. Um, but he said he went in for this meal and it was really expensive. It was really nice and da, 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 you know, really posh. But he said as soon as he came out, he, he, him and Hannah just looked at each other and just said, I'm still hungry. Like I'm starving still. Because the portions are very small in these like really fine top restaurants, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think that, and, 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 and we eat differently too, right? Like I think, you know, your, your, our manners are better and things are plated so pretty. We don't want to like mess them up. And, and let's be yeah. honest, you're going to go to go to like Bob, Bob, Ricard and Soho and like really strap on the feedback. Yeah. You don't think yeah, yeah. It's they're, they're, the places, they're the places I prefer, like where you can just kind of pig out and you kind of, you, you feel like you're getting a bit of bang for your buck, I guess. You know what I mean? You're getting a bit, I imagine whenever you walk into a restaurant, Adam, uh -huh. <laughs> when you walk into a restaurant, the owners and the chefs must think, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, he's, he, this guy knows his food. Like, we need to... We, yeah, we really they, I think they think I know the food. I mean, I don't think anyone's like, holy shit, he's going to order 12 turkeys. But I think <laughs> that he's... he's If they recognise me, it could be like 50-50, right? It could be... Let's see what the asshole thinks versus <laughs> let's send him out some of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the one thing that I miss. Like a good, like the neighborhood Italian restaurants, not like the fancy oh. Italian restaurants. Love I, Italian I, uh, food. Yeah. I mean, like that's maybe why I love going to Camden Market so much because these little independent sellers 
are trying to just hit that comfort food note and they're doing it from so many different angles. There's like a great vegan Reuben place that they have in Camden Market now. There are um, really great um, pizzerias like Franco Manca popping up. And, and even I've had good, good pieces of Pizza Express. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just think uh, even like places like on Islington High Street. I love the Wilmington near King's Cross. Yeah, um, great, great roast dinner there. You can cut it with a spoon. It's like what? What's what's your thoughts on on a Sunday roast? I love it. I'm not. Um, I had a great one. So I'm filming a show for the Dave Channel right now. Yeah, um, called Adam Richmond's Supperman, and it's on. Um, we were filming in um, Haworth, uh, like Bronte country, mm. and. Um, there's a place called the Hayworth, I believe is the name of the place. And they did a lamb roast dinner. And it was extraordinary. I mean, a good crispy roasted potato. Um, you know, a Yorkshire pudding is not something that we normally get in America. Yeah. So that texture, that flavor is all new to me. But I love a good roast dinner. I think that they mm. are... I, I Yeah, I... I would... I, it's a good thing I don't live in England. I would have one every damn day. I would have one every time. So <laughs> well, that's the thing, mate. Right? Sorry, go on. No, I would say my mate said, that, like, that's the thing. It's like, I always see, like, people having steak and chips and steak and chips, but it's one of those meals that you could have, have in England with some degree of consistency, consistency mm. of execution, and still feel like you ate some. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that it's... It's sort of a, a traditional Sunday meal, uh, a roast. It's very much a Sunday. Like, it, it feels weird to have one midweek, which I think is a real shame because Charlotte makes the, me the best Sunday roast I've ever had. We had a guest on um, a couple of weeks back, um, and his subject was um, Sunday roasts. He thought that they was overrated. So, as you can imagine, there was uproar about that because... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no. I love I love them. I think that it's it's people think comfort food has to have bacon or smothered in gravy or or whatever. But I think that there is um, it always Sundays like always kind of almost make me sad in that you know it's like the end of the pretty weekend and back to the grind and the whatever. It's a little different maybe in our business because we work the weekends, we work the days, whatever. But. Um, I always sort of feel like if it makes you happy, have breakfast for dinner. It doesn't make a difference if it's not the morning, it's not whatever. I I love that. I think um, a good, yeah, that's one of the things that I have really only found in England, you know, is like mm. a really good classic roast dinner. I think same thing, like I've had better burgers in America, but I've had better roast dinners. And, and also... I finally got to go to like a real calf in London. A real cafe. And then that was the thing too, that like I've heard that so that is calf more northern or, or more southern? Calf versus I think calf calf's more southern, yeah. I'd call it a cafe. I'd call it a cafe, yeah. Cafe. Cafe, yeah. A cafe. And you guys say yeah. bath instead of bath, right? Bath, yeah. Bath. Like yeah. You take a bath, not yeah, a bath. Yeah. I saw a sign yeah, in Stockport that said, it's B-A-T-H, not B-A-R-T-H. 
or B A F F bath. <laughs> yeah, that's how I think that's how some people would say it. But um, going going on to your second subject, which I thought was a great one, I, I thought that was a real good one. Um, your second one was having a ripped physique. It was. Talk us and through maybe that. This is me, maybe this is me just being bitter, you know? <laughs> I think that I trained for two years and worked meticulously on my diet for, um, for soccer age and lost a lot of weight. And I'm not going to lie. I mean, I felt great in my own skin and I'm a clothes horse. So I like being able to wear stuff from designers I otherwise couldn't or wear a style of clothes that I otherwise couldn't or hadn't. So that was awesome. And, and I liked all the attention from girls. That was cool too. <laughs> uh, I, um, but I also realized that there are people that are genetically predisposed towards really like being defined and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm not one of those people. And um, I guess for me, especially n now, as I've gotten a little bit older, I mean, I was in Soccer Aid six years ago. Uh, Is that how long ago Soccer Aid was? Six years? 2014 was when I did it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The one we went I, um, you know, I, I think that in the Instagram era where being pretty is so valued i think maybe it's even just where we are culturally where well it's almost a fad it's almost a fad to be in good shape now people don't they just want to be in that good shape just because everybody else is you know i mean i guess i think as long as i can remember there was always like the hot workout video the hot diet yeah. i mean as far as i could go back jane fonda videos and the grapefruit diet and the south beach diet and the atkins diet and you guys in england had five two and in south africa they had the banting diet and all these things i think um if it allows you to lead a healthier life but i guess like I, I've met a lot of the sort of fitness influencers and uh, some of them are nice people, but some of them were really vapid and some were actually downright horrible people. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that it's tough when, you know, you live in this, we live in this world where image is so important that, you know, you told as an, you know, remember I went to Yale drama school. Like I was an actor first and foremost. I started working in kitchens to support myself as an actor. I've been on TV since I was nine years old. And, um, I remember my agents when I came out of Yale were like telling me, you know, go to the gym and lose a little bit of weight because you know, Oh, you'll not be a leading man. You're in a character league. You're the, da, da, da. And I think it's tough because I think that, I mean, you're lucky, you know, you're married, you have, you know, a partner that you care about. Uh, but if you're in my position and you're single, you know, aesthetics are very important. And I look, they're important to me too, but I think that people place a big value. And like, the thing is, even, even my current president is somebody who says really, hurtful shallow diminishing things about people that are overweight mm. or ugly 
or not conventionally attractive or whatever and like talk about the way they look talk about their height talk about their size their stature if you want to lose weight because you know like i tore my hamstring um about a year ago i guess uh a little, a little over a year ago and um you know, and that when you're in your 40s, it takes a long time to heal properly and shit. And so losing weight is going to only help my hip and hamstring rehab better. That, to me, is like a great thing. As an older man, I want to, you know, I'm 46 years old. I want to make sure my heart doesn't fucking give out. <laughs> so, like, again, eating healthfully, hopping on the exercise bike, not eating bullshit late at night like I did last night. Like, uh, like, what did you eat last night? Oh man, I got to socially distance from my refrigerator. Um, <laughs> I'm going to gain the COVID-19. Um, hey, don't I, worry about it. It's fine. Do you, um, do you enjoy exercise? Because you, you actually, I, we was on the phone the other day and you said that you was going to jump on the bike and, and you've got an exercise bike and things. Do you, ex do you enjoy that? Um, you know what? I actually really like doing elliptical a little bit more. My favorite thing is, um, like, like I know a lot of old people do it, but like Aqua Fitness, I've been renting a place yeah. in, a pool in LA and it was the best thing ever because I would run laps in the pool and just really go through my range of motion, but Resistance. it was bearing. Yeah, and then I would do um, physical therapy. So it's like if you're standing, doing like full range of motion kicks this way, that yeah. way in the pool, and then I would hold on to the coping of the pool and do flutter kicks for like, do it for yeah. three minutes, rest for 30 seconds, do it for three minutes, rest. And believe it or not, it's like like uh, Winston Churchill said, if you're going through hell, keep going. That was like through the working through the pain alleviated the pain. So I appreciate that, to be fair. And I know you think I'm not very good at football, but to me... No, I don't think that. Favorite, I don't think that. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just taking the piss. I think that, um, to be fair, I like team sports because it's a workout but doesn't feel like a workout yeah um, but it's, like, it's disguised fitness if you're doing football or badminton or cricket or anything if you if you're enjoying it it's disguised fitness because you you, you know you're part of a team and you forget that you're running around you know you because you're sort of so you, you're so engrossed in wanting to win so you sort of forget that you, it's hard work do you know what i mean yeah, and I like going for very long walks. I haven't. It, it sucks because I, New York is so so scary right now. At least to me, I'm really trying not to. I have a backyard. I'm really trying to leave my house as very little as possible, because um, there's hundreds of people dying a day. And mm. I, uh, but I I used to walk from the Upper East Side of Manhattan to my home by Barclays Arena um, a couple times a week. And that's like a four or five mile walk. Uh, and I would just do that for mental clarity. I would mm. learn about restaurants. I'd learn about new places, uh, listen to good music, listen to good podcasts, and just oxygenate the shit out of my body. The thing is, like I said, I think that there is, I think there's a school of thought, and I think there's a generation of people that put aesthetics over content of character. And so I find that having a ripped physique, yeah, again, I acknowledge that maybe there's a little bit of sour grapes because I don't have one. But I also think that 
um, if you're going, like I had a talk with a female friend who was saying, you know, I put a lot of work into my body. And like, why should I be the only one expected to do that? <laughs> like the guy is not gonna do it. And I said, I get that. Like, I want someone that I'm attracted to also. You want someone you, you can be vulnerable in front of and, and share with, but you also have to have someone you wanna fuck. And I get that. <laughs> I just think that, I said to her, picture this you have the flu i know this is ahead of its time but if you have the flu <laughs> yeah. you're sick you don't know one second which end's gonna come out of you're achy you're stuffed up your hair hurts you know whatever you're lying on the couch in the same sweats you've worn for two days you're under a blanket you're feeling rough and wan and pale and when the guy comes over and brings you tea or brings you soup and strokes your hair and still calls you beautiful. Are you going to really care how many abs he has visible? Well, that's, that's it. One minute, I'm just going to wife, did she hear that? <laughs> All right, get out of here. But I think, um, I think exercise is important for the, uh, for like what you just said, for mental clarity. Like it's, um, it, it, it honestly, it baffles me how, the gyms in the UK is so expensive when it's so good for the mind. Like you'd think that it would be available on, on the NHS or anything like that. I know they've obviously got a lot on, but you know, what helps me when I'm not feeling very well, when I'm a bit sort of, I suffer a bit with anxiety and stuff. And if I'm, if I'm exercising, if I'm going for a run or going out on the bike, I, I feel so much better. Like it helps so much. Yeah, but by all accounts, though, you've always been kind of athletic. Like I've I've heard that you know you've always been a footballer. You've always been fairly active. I've met you. You're a lean guy. Your brother's very lean. That I think it's different. Like I'm no. I mean I'm 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 predisposed. You know I have a slow metabolism. I have metabolic syndrome, so I have to stay vigilant. And then the other thing is, you know, people are extraordinarily fucking mean, man, and. I can't tell you how many times people will, you know, like to, to, to do an interview with like a major publication in the UK and have a, a journalist say, you know, oh, I hate to say this because Richmond was so nice, but he has really gotten big. He's grown a beard just to give his face some sort of shape, like things no. like this to have, have, you know, people malign your weight and go oh you got twice as big in your second season i was to someone on tmz like took uh i did a charity event i'm there doing charity event i got my own time for you know no money no compensation no nothing to raise money uh for charities and to uh raise awareness of the mls the american soccer league and um i did an interview talking about what i eat on the road how i try to have egg whites and opio and stuff and then this like this Irish reporter for TMZ is like, what absolute radish. He's tripled in size since the show started. And it's like, I know you're just talking about someone on television, but it's actually me. It's actually a human being in residence. And I know there's a school of thought that'll be like, well, dude, tough shit. You wanted a job in the public eye. You want the cash and prizes, the, the, the recompenses that you have to put up with these kinds of slings and arrows. I personally think that i mean dude i do djs i i've been djing recently yeah i saw i, I saw 
thanks, dude. And uh, I've been doing these sessions and like getting a couple hundred people a night. It's been a lot of fun to do. And in the midst of a pandemic, people still have the capacity to make fat jokes and to to talk about it. And so I think that, so you're saying that if I were ripped and a shit DJ, you would enjoy it more? Or like, I remember when I lost weight, I had people saying I was a traitor and I had turned my back on food. I'm like, I turned my back on food. I'd be fucking dead if I turned my back on food. <laughs> so I think that if, the, if being healthy is not overrated, mm. but being aesthetically, I oh, I, I look like, you know, Ryan Reynolds. Okay. I, I, I would love to be able to take my shirt off at a beach and not feel self-conscious, but I do. But by the same token, I also know that I'm a good person and Mm. I try to care about everyone before I even met them, you know? Yeah. And that's 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 all you can do is, you know, don't don't judge a book by its cover, I guess, is 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 an old one, but it's it's, yeah, I mean it's it's a lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah, and, and even you know, even these people who are aesthetically, you know, good to look at and stuff they're not necessarily healthy because a lot of it you know is... and i bet they're boring if they go out for a meal and they're eating a salad <laughs> because they need to get so many grams of protein in yeah. just so they can have their yeah. six pack it's like i know a couple who are kind of like that and i've been out in, in the past and, and um and you're trying to enjoy a meal and, and they're just constantly looking at what you can and can't have and stuff and you're like just eat just just eat treat yourself you know you can run an extra mm-hmm. little bit tomorrow or whatever you want to do but you know, you've got, you know, again, maybe I'm speaking from the, the other end of it, being, you know, a bit, a bit glad myself, but you just, you only live once. As long as you have moderation and be as healthy as you can, you know, you don't have to be, you know. I think moderation's the key, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I also you know, have a bit of insomnia, and the more that I am vigilant about my sleep, the better my metabolism is. And not eating late, that's big. The problem yeah. is, you know, we're home, hours tend to blend between digital cable and Xbox. It's very easy to stay up late, by the way. You know, I made it to the Euro finals. I'm very happy right now. <laughs> What's that? On FIFA, you know. Oh, you're, oh, you're in I the finals on FIFA? I, I am. I just We just won the league. Uh, you know, I'm playing through a career. And uh, I'm on loan from NYCFC at Atalanta in Serie A. We've we've won the league with with games to spare and uh, just beat uh, United to get into uh, the finals of the Euro. I think we're going to go up against uh, Olympique Marseille. I think is that's the Marseille or Lyonnais. I don't know who we're who we're playing in the final. But no, what I'm saying is it's it's um hard to get that discipline, and I'm really yeah. going to try to like. You know, there was uh, my my trainer and my football coach is uh, English. He's from Archway in London, which means I've never heard him say a T in the middle of a word ever. <laughs> like we practice at a park in LA called Rancho Park, which is at the entrance by, by 20th Century Fox by Pico and Motor M O T O R, and he's like, "Mate, I'll see you at Rancho Pico and Motor." Motor, motor, motor. I'm like, huh? 
wait, what? <laughs> but, uh, but he was telling me um, to try to use no artificial light this weekend. So open all the windows, be up with the sun at like five or six, yeah. in bed by like 10. And I've been reading more about that, that the closer your circadian rhythms can get to the sun, the better off you are. And with Makes sleep. Sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it really, really does. And but, um, sorry? And just upping my water intake. Yeah, yeah it's honestly, yeah, genuinely. I've, I've done, I think, three of these today. So I'm, I'm drinking a lot of water at the moment. But um, it is the weekend, so I will be swapping that for Budweiser tomorrow. Yeah. Is that your swapping. preferred drink? Are you a, I think you so, lager. Drink? Yeah, lager, I think it would be Budweiser, yeah. Because we I, had I, beer I, in Thailand, I remember. I remember we went out for beers in Thailand. Yeah, what was we? It would have been um, Chang, huh? Chang it, or Singh? Chang, yeah. Chang, wasn't it? It was, it was in Bangkok, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah no, I think Budweiser is my drink of choice. But if I if I'm away, like like I was when we we met in Thailand, um, I'll always try and drink the local beer. I'll always say like say if you go over to Spain, you might have a, like San Miguel, or if you're in Italy, you'll have a Peroni or whatever. Just I'll always try and have that like, the local beers. But if I'm going to the supermarket. I'll always go for Budweiser, I think, in England, definitely. Such a funny night because I saw you and then watched a girl <laughs> shoot ping pongs out of her hooch. And then <laughs> you know, I always wish <laughs> I always wished I were really good at ping pong. So I thought it'd be really good if we could volley for serve. Like if she popped it out and shoot I don't up and knocked it right back in. And we sat there. Going for 21, just come on, bitch, let's do this. <laughs> Thailand's a great place. If I got it right back in, <laughs> I was just like, she was like going for velocity. She put top spin on it. She was like Rafael Nadal. I was like, all right. It was like, like oh my gosh. Spin. Yeah, oh. it was like vagina Federer. And then I, and the funniest thing was, so it's like, I saw my mate Thomas, and then, like, all of a sudden, so then we go to Soy Cowboy, we're watching, up, and then after that, like, I was laughing how we ended up, like, sort of, like, old Jewish men, like, it was like me, remember, my cameraman, my yeah. sound guy, and then we, um, we ended up just, like, a pub at the end of Soy Cowboy, it's, like, their version of a British pub, and it's the one place on all of planet Earth I've seen spurs tv in public <laughs> like i didn't even wow. know it was like a thing they had spurs so tv like, they had you know like the channel that they all make yeah like mufc like, and things right they make they make content and then sometimes there'll be like a bit of it on another network but usually it's all online and i couldn't believe it like i'm there i'm like i just watched you know pure carnal craziness Stole my mate, and then it's like, and we're like eating like club sandwiches in the middle of Thailand. And because I, I don't like to do that, I like eating from like street vendors and whatever. And, and I was just like, holy shit, man, this is the most random night ever. Like seeing yeah. Tom from Grisby, seeing a girl shoot a ping pong ball out of her holy of holies, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> go for it's it. great, it's great. Um. Just, just quickly, um, just on the final one, because Andy really wanted to talk about this subject. Yeah. Um, what, what was the final subject? I don't remember. What was it? Pork pies. 
<laughs> cold pork pies. Cold, cold pork, pork pies. Yeah, see, so, talk to me. <clears throat> so, uh, again, for that couple 90s show for Max J Menus, we filmed in one of the prettiest towns, uh, prettiest areas I've ever been in, a place called Grange over Sands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right by the Lakes District, like kind of just south of Scotland. At, at one of the most impressive butcher shops ever, a place called Higginson's. Um, and it's the type of butcher shop that I wager they don't really make anymore. You know, the, the men behind the counter had ties and aprons and yeah. kind of, you know, merchant ivory boater hats and things like that. And, you know, salt marsh lamb and samphire and stuff. So my, um, we were there because Morkham FC's pies, the, the, the hot ones, had been voted best in England to the degree that they sell Morecambe FC pies at Harrods. And they are, I, you're up in Manchester, when they open it, I can't recommend them enough. The chicken, ham, and leek. Oh. And steak, steak and ale, I believe. Those two are, are remarkably good. And it's the, 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 the crust, it's like third generation pastry chefs. And they, they have never given the recipe to the club so that the head chef could always guarantee jobs for his children. Wow. Super. So I had had hot pies before. I had been to um, Manzi's Tower Bridge for pie and mash, pie, mash, and liquor. Yeah. When I was waiting for a meeting at ITV, I got there early, and I went to Pie Minister on the South Bank. Mm -hmm. Um, Pie Minister, that's amazing. That's so clever. I've never been. I just love the idea of that it being called Pie Minister. <laughs> but and I and I hadn't had real liquor until I went to Manzi's and saw that they make the little wall with the mash on the edge of the plate, yeah. so it holds the liquor in. And people were like shitting on me because I didn't get double pie, double mash, and I was just like, I only have one asshole. Like that's a <laughs> lot. To me. Like you're gonna blow an O-ring out like the Challenger, God forbid. So I was like. <laughs> Um, no, so then, so my uh, uh, producer, he got us each a sausage roll. Now, the sausage roll was warm. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is really lovely. So then he said, you know, and the, the butcher's like, have you never had a real pork pie? And I said, no. And I said, oh, can I get them out of the oven? And they all looked at me like I was crazy. And they said, no, 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 you have a pork pie cold. And I said, what? And they're That's like, the rule. Yeah. I'm like that thick gelatinous kind of sausage. You have it cold, like when you could have it warmed up. He's like, "No, that's what you do. You just eat it cold." To me, it seems like you lose like a lot of the nuance of flavor and texturally. It's not as nice to bite into. It's like cold sausage, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I I, I just want to talk about this because I I never really <laughs> got them when I was a kid. Same, like you're like, why? Why do I want this cold? And then, like, the jelly. That's yeah, all. the little jelly layer, isn't there? Yeah, but, like, as I've grown older, like, I, I actually went to the, to the shop the other day um, to, to get some supplies in, and they had some pork pies, and I was like, ooh, I really want a pork pie. And I don't know where that's come from. I've, I guess maybe it's, like, an age thing as I've grown up. Because, you know, I don't know. It's, it's a very... 
think it's a very northern thing. Is there a, a condiment that's meant to be used with it that perhaps I'm missing? I would Tomato sauce. Ketchup. No, no, no. Pick, uh, what is it? Like um, Branson pickle. That's what you want on a pork pie. Branson pickle. Branson pickle. Okay. Yeah, Branson pickle. I've, like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, wait, wait. Let me see if my northern's good. Wait, so that what I'm getting that. <laughs> nice. That would hang in. That would hang in. That. Sound like Korean Billy when you say it, though. Have you seen that guy, Korean Billy? Korean <laughs> Billy. Oh, <laughs> it's basically a, a it's a, he's an internet guy, and um, he's from Korea, but he he does did the different accents of Britain, and you sounded exactly like him when you said that. We're hanging that. <laughs> Does he do a good job or a bad job? Oh, amazing job. I mean, terrible at the accents, but brilliant to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you Adam, learn? you sound like a Korean doing an English accent. He sounds exactly like a Korean doing <laughs> British, uh, different, Cor different accents as well. So he does a scouser, he does a mank, he does everything. I did spend, I did spend one Halloween in Essex in Romford. Oh yeah, and, and that was those. Those were also like they're learning a new kind of slang, learning a new kind of language. And I remember I was outside because my buddy is from there and he invited me to a house party. And I was excited because, you know, whenever you get invited to like a house party in a country you don't live, it's always really cool because you, you see the similarities, you see the difference in culture. And I remember we were in the garden and uh, I was sitting there and this guy comes over. He's like, Oi, I eat a geezer for my versus food. And <laughs> That's good. Cool. That's a great like, accent. Thank you. My friend's trying to cover up, and he's like, "No, nah, mate, no, no, no." He's like, "Ah, you mugged it then." He's like, "You're a legend, mate. You're a legend, son. I couldn't love you more if you was a striker for West Ham." And then <laughs> Kev goes, "Kev goes, he supports Spurs." He's like, "Fuck off, you nonce." Like, <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay then," but yeah, I um, I like how the the England, you guys have the right condiment for everything. It's like scotch mm. egg, it's Coleman's mustard, right? Yeah. Um, Branston pickle, HP for uh, full English. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ketchup. Ketchup oh, for me. Oh. Tommy K, really. And then you guys yeah. also and same have... And so sausage roll. If I had a sausage roll, I'd have tomato sauce. Tomato oh, really? Ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. If you call that tomato sauce, what do you call the stuff you put on spaghetti? Um, um, bolognese sauce, yeah. bolognese sauce. But that's only if it has meat in it, right? Yeah, yeah. You I mean, um, oh, what's it called? Passata. Passata. Oh, wow. So, but passata is just like a watery. It means that they pass it through a sieve. See, that's the thing that's interesting that I've always loved. That, like, when we were filming this, like, gourmet uh, roast dinner, I love that, like, you guys will call it a passata. I had tea and someone's like, oh, it's a black forest gato. And then you hear like <laughs> all these like different, like very like European phrases. It's an aubergine, it's a courgette and all these things. Then all of a sudden I go, oh, you've cauliflower. I'm like, oh, you've cauliflower gratin. I remember the chef's like, do you mean the cauliflower cheese? I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's cauliflower cheese. It's a passata and it's a gato. But fuck me because it's a, Cauliflower cheese. It's, um, I think I think Adam, that's that's a trope from the British Empire, isn't it? We took the bits that we kind of liked, and then everything else was like, no, that's British now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like we'll take ghetto and we'll take the name Windsor. 
Well, I don't want to be Hanover anymore. Well, like, that's the thing that's amazing, though. It's why I always love, like, I think that sometimes when English food, like when I've gone to the Walsley or the Delaunay, that you can have really wonderful food, but it's always the really wonderful food that copies the home cooking. That yeah. when I've gone to, like, the high-end haute cuisine, <laughs> like Thomas said, well, okay, it's like a two-pound coin made of beef, and that's great, and now I want to go to Burger King. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I love that you guys are embracing it. There's a place in Whitechapel called Tayobs that's uh, known <laughs> for their lamb chops. And you go there and you get lamb chops and veggies and this and this and this, and it feels like a meal. You can go to, you know, New Malden for Korean food and get like a real Korean meal. And, and, and I like the little regional things like going up north, like Pee Wet. Mm, Pee Wet. Yeah, yeah. Never been. It's the juice from peas, you dip your bread in it. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> what is wrong with you people? Mine would be like a... Um, Imagine trying bean, bean wet. Bean wet. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? Bean wet. They have bean wet. Oh, really? Yeah, I filmed with this... Uh, uh, she won BBC's Best Home Cook. Her name is Pippa. She's on Instagram. She's really lovely. We filmed with her for the, uh, for the show on Dave. And she's from up north. And um, she's helping me create a recipe for Johnny Vegas. Oh, right. <laughs> And um, I've seen Benidorm. And um, <laughs> I'm cultured. I'm cultured. I've seen Benidorm. Have you been to Benidorm now? No, 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 and I haven't been to Shagaloof either. Don't do oh, <laughs> We went to Benidorm two years ago for my um, for my stag do. Um, Did you? For, for, yeah, for well, well, in America you'd call it a bachelor party, right? Yes, and a hen do we call it bachelorette party. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went to Benidorm. There was forty of us, and we went to. Um, Benidorm on my uh, on my bachelor party. It was a great place. I mean, we didn't try much food. We tried a lot of KFC. But if you want to that's, see, uh, that's Spain. Is that Spain or Malta? It's Spain. Spain. If, if you want to see real, true Britain, go to Benidorm. <laughs> yeah, if you want and to see. Mag, what's Magaluf? Where is that? Magaluf is in Spain. Um, yeah, it's um, in Palm and over. It's another. It's like a British. So if you want to see real Britain, weirdly enough, go to Spain. Yeah, because I've yeah. heard, I've heard that, um, so I, yeah, so I've heard it called Shagaloof, but uh, so what's it called? Sun, sex, and suspicious parents, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And I was shocked that like I was seeing nudity and what have you, but um, it was there was a tweet that I saw that kind of went viral, and it was when I was in England doing. I produced a play at the Southwark Playhouse. And it was one of the first times I got a chance to spend a good chunk of the summer in England. And um, someone had like posted a tweet saying like, how girls will diet and get tan and get buff just to go to like Benidorm or Magaluf and get jizzed on by a guy from Leeds. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds about right. But I've also never been to, like, so I had gotten Brighton Rock when I was in Brighton. And it was funny, my, my mate, the one that, li- that lives in Essex, or was from Essex, he said, hey, you're in town, we're fam- grabbing a pint. I said, I'm filming up in Brighton. And then he goes, so again, I didn't know what the word meant. So he goes, so we have a mutual buddy named Simon. He goes, uh, 
oh yeah, popular cottaging area. Simon loves it up there. So I thought it meant he had like a beach cottage, like he had a beach house. And I'm like, oh, he comes up, he has a cottage up here. He's like, I don't think you know what that word means. And he's like, I was making a joke about Simon. And then like, he sent me a link and I was like, ooh. That's what that means. <laughs> it means something totally different. Exactly, but he was telling me about like the hats that would say "kiss me quick, squeeze me slow," yeah, and like that. That was that and uh, hailing island. Mm. Like What's by island hailing Light. island? Yeah, hailing island and by West Wittering. That he like those seaside towns, and apparently, like those towns are kind of like pretty rambunctious as well. Yeah, Blackpool. Blackpool's like Blackpool's yeah, great. You know, you is can, it? Oh yeah, like yeah. it's like that's like the British version, the British version of Benidorm. Basically, like you know, you can get like uh, candy kind of lollies shaped like dicks. Like it's, it's where the tattoo parlors are open until five in the morning. Yeah, that sort of place. Where is Blackpool in in relation to the map? Like so it's on the west, on the west coast. northwest coast. So it's just it's not far from Manchester. A uh, little bit, little bit lower than sort of Cumbria and stuff like that. Up it's a great place. Down from uh, Cumbria. I really next want to time, go there Next time you're over in England, um, we'll, we'll take you over to Blackpool next time you're here. I want to go to, like, still have to go to Grimsby, and I really want to go, uh, I, I, there's so many places. I, I'd really like to go to Newcastle, too. I mean, it's just a place I've heard so much about. And great people. Really, really lovely. I'm about to say, really met just lovely people. I think that, mm. you know, I see snippets of the Geordie Shore and I've seen oh, I remember, don't I remember take that as an example God. that's what I had heard and then same thing like um, I had seen that show The Valleys and oh yeah a day after like watching a few episodes I met my buddy Ben Davis for the first time from Spurs and I remember I was like asking him like is that what that shit's like and they're like I'm tamping and fuming but then shit I was like what the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't take shows like that, for example. But, no, um, just buy but that. listen, Adam, I think that'll be about it, mate. I think that'll do it. But thank you very much for chatting to us, dude. It's been great. Yes, you do. Thank you. you so much. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, you'll have to let us know when you're next over, and we'll try and catch up for a beer and um, some we'll bean juice. We'll go up Blackpool Tower. We'll go up Blackpool yeah. Tower. It's like a small we'll go Blackpool Tower and have some pee yeah, drink. What do you call it? Pee wet. We'll have some pee wet. We'll have some pee wet pie barn. Absolutely. Look, at the end of the day, I miss you guys. I miss that country more than anything. And I, I, I hope we get to travel there safely. I know they said it's supposed to come in two waves. So yeah. hopefully that second one will, will crash. About to get the antibody test soon. So yeah. please stay safe, everybody. Fingers crossed. Nice one, Adam. Take care, mate. Stay safe, guys. You too. Take bye care, bud. Bye, 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 bye. I've had my eyebrows done. It was fucking brilliant. Are you, have you had your eyebrows done? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Looking, looking good. Got my eyebrows done. I get a mono brow, me. Um, yeah. I'm quite looking at mine quite fair. Anyway, let's not talk about how beautiful we are. Yeah. So you all just had a, a great uh, podcast. Tomo had a quick wee. I went and fed my child. It's uh, yeah. been eventful. Um, again, wicked podcast with Adam. 
uh, great like guest all round, really. Like we were just saying, then, won't we? Like, he's a bit of a is the word an ang- anglophile? I think is the word. Um, so it means people who 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 just who love the British, the English, I guess, not the British, the English. Yeah. Well, he's a he's a he's a well travelled, cultured man, isn't he? Like he spent mm. a lot of time um, spent a lot of time on um, on the road um, eating mainly, yeah. which I guess is what we all do when we travel. When I'm on a holiday, yeah. I'm a massive eater. I love to um, try different foods when I go abroad, me. Um, yeah, but... yeah, I'm like that, but Charlotte's quite. Well, quite the opposite, really. She's I was just really... going to say, though, because I remember when we went to Milan uh, with Charlotte, like, she loves a Mackey's. And you know what? I love travelling and eating food all around the world. But I also like trying the McDonald's. Yeah, I think McDonald's is different everywhere yeah. you go. Yeah. Like, if you go to Spain, a Spanish McDonald's tastes different from a British. McDonald's. Yeah, it does. It does. American yeah. McDonald's tastes different. The, the KFC in Thailand. Oh, the is... KFC in Thailand? Oh, yeah. We, me and Charlotte had a lot of KFC um, in Thailand. Because it's quite, like... We 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 spend a lot of time just walking around and just yeah. sunbathing and just yeah just sort of getting up to no good really. But I, I think food wise, we just sort of yeah we just we're quite boring eaters really. Yeah, did you not try all the uh, like insects and shit that you can eat in Taiwan? Like street I did, I did down Bangla Road um, in Bangkok. Me and Charlotte went down. It was on one of the last nights. I was sat with. Sat with a, um, a French, an English, an English guy who spoke, who taught French, and he was over. He was working over in Bangkok, oh, um, okay. and yeah, we ended, I think we had one of the, uh, you know scorpions on a stick. Oh yeah, had one of them off off a stick. But I was, well, it was three in the morning, so you can imagine the state I was in. <laughs> Give me a sec. Uh, just let the wife in. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're stopping because Andy's so busy. Just busy being a being a dad and a and a loving husband. <laughs> um, we're recording them, so don't jump in this time. <laughs> oh yeah, she uh, did last week, didn't she? Yeah, she jumped in. She made an appearance. She asked me to cut it out, but I was like, nah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. Um, how was the scorpion? Nice. I, I can't really. I didn't really taste of anything. It just tasted uh, burnt, really. Um, but, but yeah, uh, going back to Adam, like say, amazing guest who uh, has obviously, like you say, travelled the world and. Tasted many delights, but uh, didn't like pork pies. No, he said he wasn't a fan of pork pies, which is a bit strange, really. Madness. I'm a big fan of pork pies. I never was as a kid, but I, I do like pork pies. What's that, Emily? You, you want to get on the podcast again? You what? <laughs> Emily, don't like come in and host with you, mate. I'm off. I've had enough. <laughs> I know, yeah. She gets more screen uh, time than me nowadays. Next week, it's me and my wife, Emily, and we're chatting <laughs> to Steven Spielberg. Um, but yeah, um, the last one. Uh, great guest yeah. to have our first international guest. I think we had Martin Compton on. Yeah, Martin was from, from Vegas, but he's he's from Glasgow, and he's not from yeah. Vegas. So yeah. we've had an actual American on. Yeah, real life nice. American. Real hopefully, life. like like we said, it, just in the intro that um, <clears throat> hopefully now because we've we've worked our asses off. I think well, not worked our asses off because all we do is sit here and chat to the people who we're fans of, really. Well, but, you know, we've we've behind the scenes, we've been you know getting people on, and I mean, you've done a lot of that. Like you say, you're the pretty face, but I mean, you are you know the the the, the connect who gets the the guests, I guess. Um, and then there's the edit so, so a lot of work goes into it but yeah um, it does yeah yeah, yeah. particularly think... with you with the edit and stuff but yeah like like we said before in the intro you know we, we do want to come back but we do want to come back 
properly. We don't want to just do it behind a laptop screen. We want to be able to get together and, you know, actually be able to interact with our guests properly instead of it just being through a laptop. Um, yeah. And I think yeah. the great, the great thing is now is we've built such a, a great sort of base of people who enjoy the podcast and mm-hmm. um, now on YouTube as well. Uh, a lot of uh, sort of video views um, on uh, on across the Acast sort of thingy on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, etc. We've got a lot of listeners, so that's amazing. And um, sorry, guys, that is going to be a bit of a break again. Um, I know a lot of podcasts don't really have breaks, but like say, well, we do what the, we do what we want. So <laughs> yeah, me and Tom are both actors. We're both working. Uh, we're starting <laughs> speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Start to creep back into the to the real world now, um, but you know one thing that I'd like to do going forward is um, I'd like to do it proper. We've spoke about this before, haven't we? About maybe trying to get you know a studio space where guests can come to us just to make it a little bit more fluid, uh, which would mean a sponsorship or um, I don't know a miracle, um, or, <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe a producer uh, who could could help us out. So if you are. So if producer Griff is listening, <laughs> slide into the DMs. Get in there. He actually uh, messaged me the other day, did our Griff? Did he? Watch park his car. Oh, yeah, yeah, podcasting. Can I park my car outside your house while I go on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> I love um, it. Tell him you want to return the favour. Yeah, if he's listening. Uh, yeah, yeah. It would be good if we could uh, if we could move forward with it and, and, you know. Yeah, so like I say. Make it bigger are... and better than ever, but it kind of gets, it, it can cost a lot of money um, and time, which none of us have either because yeah, we're, we're actors so we're skin <laughs> we're skin um, and we're always busy and um, but yeah if you are a producer a podcast producer or fancy yourself as one or you know you're someone who's got a, you know uh, just anyone who's got a bit of money podcast. that wants to give it to us no matter <laughs> if you know what you're doing we don't <laughs> um yeah um i guess i guess that's that but yeah it's been a great great series tea yeah series i've enjoyed three. it it's been like i said it's been different but um yeah really enjoyed it really really enjoyed it it's been nice speaking like because obviously we chat anyway don't we over mm. whatsapp and we, we ring each other and stuff but it's been nice having a uh a little chat every week with you and and yeah it's been and, nice and with some other random person on the the other end of it yeah it's been lovely and we've had some great guests like you say johnny was a great one uh lucy spragan was really good mm. Vicky, Vicky's smart. Yeah, Vicky was really it? good. Um, First episode back. Um, yeah, Oliver, yeah, there was there was also there was some great guests. Um, <clears throat> some people who we know on a personal level. Some people, some that we've never met. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's been uh, it's it's been interesting. It's been it's been totally different. And like for the listeners, obviously, you know that there hasn't been as much effort gone into this as you know the first series, um, admittedly, but. You know, it's kind of it was it was a bit of an off the cusp thing, wasn't it? We sort of decided at the beginning of lockdown that we was gonna do it for our own sanity as well as yeah, stay creative constantly, like on social media, asking us about it and things. So yeah, yeah. and we've it's done it. Nice to know there are people still listening and caring. Yeah, man, and thank you very much. And uh, guess we'll see you see you for series three, hopefully, when we soon, get yeah. back on the road and get adjusted to the the new normal. I know, I'm going to delete your number now for a couple of months. and then, um, <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I'll message you on Facebook or somewhere at some point. <laughs> or or you'll, just, you'll just at me on TikTok or whatever you do on there. Yeah, on the old TikToker. <laughs> right, thank you very much, guys. To everyone that listens, um, 
to all the Patreons that have, that have supported us, um, etc. Please do continue to tell your mates, continue to share it, continue to like it, etc. Because every view, every share, everything does count. Um, yeah. Thank you very much. Cheers, T. Cheers, mate. Take care. It's a series free. I'll chin chin. Cheers. Yeah, chin chin with our mental Friday night, Monday night <laughs> drinks. <laughs> Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.